You got to bring me in with the horn, because otherwise I don't know we're doing it. Okay. One second. Not even that. No, fuck that. What are we doing? Well, <laughs> it's loading, loading, loading. <laughs> oh my god, uh, that's that's for all of our uh, <laughs> that's for all of our R and B listeners. Uh, uh, Drake isn't on the show tonight, it's but you are listening to. You are listening to Darwin's Family Crest with Derek and Jeremy. Uh, man, What's up, bro. I mean, dude, I, I mean, I've had this, I had, I've had this itch, and I want to scratch it. Um, but I feel like, I feel like uh, we're gonna hit off on another bit here, and I keep saying it. Um, don't anybody jump uh, to conclusions here at this point. But uh, we normally don't do it, but. We should probably lead off with a pop quiz because we've been skipping it. Oh, shit. You're right. Haven't had a lot of time. Oh, shit. You're right. And so what you got in mind? So I'm trying to figure out. Um, there's a lot of guys that, ha- are, that have voiced a lot of bands. Some of them have voiced more than one band that has landed uh, for you. Can you name a lead vocal that has voiced uh, two bands that you actually like and respect? Hmm. I assume you're going to lead with what you got. Well, uh, to combat, combat the dead air, I, uh, I, <laughs> I got one. two choices. I have either the horn or I have my answers. And we'll go with the horn! No, um... Beep, 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 beep. Perfect. Um, first, first thing I'm going to go with is our is um, and thank you for holding back on the horn. Um, I, I I I gotta go with Chris Cornell. Um, you know it's it, it like every time we talk about how just the loss of a a human being that has that much vocal talent is. Uh, it's 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 criminal to the music world um i actually recently bought my kid the uh uh the, the soundtrack to uh mission impossible 2 which is a dog shit movie but it's a reasonable soundtrack oh yeah uh, uh, you can you can get home i mean like again if i i would say if if a third of the soundtrack or this a third of an album is decent just make your peace with what isn't very good and the Rob Zombie song is decent on there, and uh, uh, the um, I I'm embarrassed to say it, but I love the Reload era fucking Metallica song on that album. It's so good in my brain. I disappear. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. That's fine. I I that's that's probably six or seven. I mean, maybe five and a half. But that Diffuser song on there is pretty good. I'm not going to lie. Like, it's not that I'm a Diffuser fan, but that, that Karma song is really solid. Um, but uh, if you guys haven't heard Mission 2000, like, Mission 2000 is, if, if you were at a, like a, like a local bar, like a, like a small stage local bar, and uh, Chris Cornell was sitting on a fucking stool with a fucking um, a, a, a mouth high microphone on us on a like on a you know just in front of him and he was just wailing it's how you would want him to sound 
in that forum. Yeah. And I, it, it's, and again, it doesn't have shit to do with the movie. It doesn't have anything to do <laughs> with that soundtrack. It's just a solid song. It's a yeah. solid fucking vocal exercise. And again, I don't have to get into like the work he did with, with Soundgarden, with Audio Slave. You know, I, I mean, I, I get this, this guy's, this guy's been given more fucking gold, like gold records than, um, I have moles on my body and it's, it, he's, he's astounding. And a lot of people like don't even associate with the fact that I think he was, I, I think he was still a teenager whenever he was in temple of the dog. And, um, no there isn't, yeah, there isn't an alternative, uh, station in America that at least once a day doesn't play I'm going hungry or, uh, as, as, as most people know, um, I'm, lo- I'm looking at the track list right now. Do you know who else is on this album? Mr. Fucking Hans Zimmer folks. There you go. Yeah. I never even got to that song. Did you know this album is the reason that, uh, Metallica sued Napster apparently? The uh, illegal online availability of a demo of the song I Disappear prior to the release of the soundtrack led to the 2000 U.S. District Court case Metallica versus Napster Incorporated. Long live Napster. That seems so petty because, like, what if that's a decision of the production company that made the movie? Right. Like, like that's not – that doesn't even – like, that may not even be a licensing issue at that point for them. Like, that is – God damn, that's bonkers. That's why, I mean... That was Lars's hard on. I don't even know that the rest of the band gave a shit. I I have, you know, you gotta wonder, because, like, Kurt Hammett just seems like one of those guys that's like, look, where are we at? All right, cool. Yeah, um, exactly. It's like, whatever, guys. <laughs> like, I mean, you, you just, I mean, I don't know. Like, Kurt Hammett's, like, slash light. So, like, why, like, like, why fuck with that? I don't know. It's just, it seems... It's, it seems like Lars needed a candle to burn, and and he just hung it on fucking internet music. Yeah. I mean, I like it's 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 weird because like I'd like to know what like art like Lars is physically trying to take a stand against now because there's so much more relevant shit out there to burn a candle for. Than, I would than... say snare drum heads. <laughs> His fucking signature sticks are hell on snare drum heads. As somebody that used to play with somebody that would play with the Lars Ulrich signature sticks, they were like aluminum cast. So if you would like side hit your snare at all, you're putting fucking grooves in your snare head constantly. So I'd say that's his big fight now. It's wild because my, uh, no, my, one of my best friends uh from back in the day he's a he's a he's a drummer uh talented motherfucker uh but he is a drum punisher he really is um and he has to get uh he either has to replace his uh his skins or he has to replace his entire set um usually within two to five years of one or the other by that point so like i i i when I listen to him play, I hear passion. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Because I'm, I'm akin to him, you know, he's, 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 but I guarantee yeah. he's blowing through heads too. Yeah. 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 He's, yeah, he's, <laughs> he's reckless, but he's my legacy. So I stand oh, yeah. behind his, 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 uh, his, uh, you know, his, his method. Um, 
because I feel like I feel like you take out, you know, you, like regardless of what happens. I mean, even on this show, we uh, <laughs> what we love, we take it out on one another. Oh, yeah. Uh, so but like yeah, Michael he's, McDonald, he's, my answer, Michael McDonald, <laughs> formerly of the Doobie Brothers and Steely Dan. He uh, has a nice solo career. No, that's my joke answer. I mean, there's so many good answers to this. Ozzy Osbourne with Black Sabbath and then his solo career. I mean, you got fucking Trent Reznor and then How to Destroy Angels, like with his wife taking the front stage as the singer. It's an interesting little project. If you've never checked it out, you should. Um, I, I think the big, the key one for me and the first album I ever pirated in my life, I've said before on this show, but, uh, yes. <clears throat> Meriden Holmes, uh, a perfect circle, <laughs> fucking golden. That whole album is just gold to me. And I mean, Maynard has done projects since that. I don't give a rat's ass about. Pussifer is just okay. You know, and tool is always going to be tool to me, but that first perfect circle album especially just hit me at the right part in my life it came out in like late 99 early 2000 and it hit me right at that right time that it's just like legacy music for me you know yeah it is i mean i i i hate to say it but i mean that was a um that was a lob i mean that was an alley-oop at this point you know oh, yeah. but, um you know and i think i think the qualification is really you only need um you only need one album to really land um for like on your second on your second bid oh yeah um uh you know and and again i think there's there's going to be a quite a few of of uh the honorable like in the honorable mention category at this point um you know i i think i i think somewhere in there um oh man um my god well I, I fuck it you know what that's fine what i'll do is i'll go with um by the way did, did i say have i mentioned in every single uh, episode yet that uh they need to make a video for rose because i think they need to make a video for fucking rose I agree. Um, 20 years yeah. later they, yeah, 20 they still later. could yeah i mean it's i mean I, again it would make everybody happy uh would satisfy uh would move a lot of units um, at this point, um, if I, I'm the, not mistaken, I think Judith was the only video off that album, wasn't it? They yeah, might have made it, one for Three Libras. I don't remember, but they didn't make a video for. I, I not that I know of. I mean, I, I've seen I've seen a lot of live versions of Three Libras because I know that was a radio song, but I don't think they made a video for it. Um, you I, know what's the, the, Here's a funny, a perfect circles uh, story. Jason and I stumbled on on it was either LimeWire or fucking Napster back in the day. Something they have since officially released, but uh, for like 15, 16 years, the only way you could find this was on Napster or something because it was a bootleg song version of them mashing up. Uh, the Cure's love song and Diary of a Madman by Ozzy Osbourne. And they actually released a semi-studio, like a soundboard copy of it from a live show officially now. So there's a better version out there. But we were jamming that like the early aughts. And it was like, this is the coolest mashup nobody has ever heard of. 
No, when you say the Diary of the Madman by Ozzy Osbourne, you're talking about just the song, not the not the entire album, right? So no, it, the song Diary of a Madman. They're playing instrumentally Diary of a Madman, oh. except for the chorus, I think, and they're singing the Cure's love song, and it is so fucking good, dude. Yeah, have you not heard this? You know that the the, the the cure. I mean, I've I've heard the Cure's version of of Love Song. I have not heard. No, I haven't heard Tool's version of Love Song. I'll by send the you cure. a link later. It's so good. No, I I'm 100% down with that. Um, I I've I, I was able to kind of gather together the uh, honorable mentions category for the pop quiz here, which again, <laughs> this has become a little more than a pop quiz, but I like it instead. Um, so so Craig Owen, um, from uh, from Chiodos, um. He, uh, I, 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 of the first, I'm sorry, of of the first two um, Chiodos albums, uh, started a started a side band uh, <laughs> called Drugs, um, it, which is uh, destroy, rebuild until God shows, and um, uh, largely this was done. I, I I don't know if anybody knows the story about this, but uh, I I definitely read this in alternative press. Read this in a, in a Kerrang, a different couple, different 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 areas, but uh, I guess I guess uh, uh, Craig Owen was like super fucking depressed for a chunk of time. He uh, he hit writer's block. I mean that I guess only um, only a handful of people that aren't with us anymore. I guess we're at 27 that ended up uh, uh, ended up not seeing the other side of that writer's block, but. Uh, yeah. um, so he confided in uh, in his uh, in uh, it has to be a really good friend at this point in Pete Wentz and uh, of um, uh, Fallout Boy lore and uh, Pete Wentz essentially set Craig up with a uh, uh, with a band uh, gave him studio money uh, put a lot of this album. Uh, Sort of like like he he had a, he had a, he hired a couple of editors, a couple of uh, splicers, couple couple of uh, you know just production engineers stuff like that. Kicked this thing together and that kind of thing. And what did Craig Owen do to re uh, to re repay um, Pete Wentz? He actually stole his wife. Um, oh, yeah, he actually that's a fan up, favorite. <laughs> yeah, actually ended up fucking uh, Pete Wentz's wife. Um, man, I don't want to get this wrong. I want to say it's Avril Lavigne. I think that's wrong, but it's it's a. Uh, yeah, I think she was married to Derek Holm or Derek. Yeah, uh, you're right. You're right. From yeah, yeah from some 41. You're you're right. You're spot on. I think on that one. I don't um, know how, but yeah. <laughs> I, I, maybe it was maybe it was Ashley Simpson. It was it was there was a. No, I, that I, sounds there, right. Yeah, there's a. I I mean, there's a blonde, straight-haired girl that was married to Pete Wentz that that like fell into Craig Owen's lore. But I mean, to be fair. Those first two Chiodos albums are phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, I, I I have I find literally zero fault um, in 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 their first album and their second album is is a little more. I mean, it's a little more poppy, but it's a little more like um, like aspects of it have. Um, like a lot of project in it. Like they're going to like, they're working towards something and then they left and broke up. So it ends up being a little bit of a void album, but there's a lot of good content on there. What um, are they called? I've never even heard of them. Chiodos. Yeah. 
Yeah, C-H-I-O-D-O-S. That's uh, crazy that you just fucking whiffed me with something because I'm usually the guy that whiffs people. Are you familiar with Caius? I don't know if that's uh, how you spell it. Caius, Caius, something. Uh, um, it was Josh Helm and uh, Nick Oliveri's first band before Queens of the Stone Age. Not, I mean, well, I guess we're we're one for one. Yeah, uh, it's stoner rock from like the early 90s or something if you like the first couple of uh queens of stone age albums before they got like real experimental it's just like this grinding slow fucking stoner rock shit that like josh home and nick oliveri both are in and it's like so cool that they went on and formed queens of stone age which became much more popular than caius but uh caius is like a cult favorite out there that's wild because i mean again i i want all this information like off like off mic because i i, I would love to start digging um, um there's a song called demon demon cleaner that tool actually loves enough that they still cover it to this day by wow. caius it's called demon cleaner you should check it out like their version the tool version whatever it's it's a cool song wow I, I just, I mean, God damn, there's just so much out there. I mean, and it's, it's, it's crazy because like everybody that I talk to, they're just, they're just in different degrees of sifting through dude, bro rock. And I'm like, like, why, why aren't you beating down my door for recommendations? Like I just, I will keep you away from that. You know, listen, there's, listen to this list of, uh, Members of Caius have gone on to form Queens of the Stone Age, Fu Manchu, the Dwarves, Eagles of Death Metal, Mondo Generation, bleh, Mondo Generator, Hermano, Unida, Slow Burn, Them Crooked Vultures. Most of those are Josh Holmes projects, but right. Um, you know, and it's it's. I mean, that's a hell of a lineage, dude. I mean, yeah, man. yeah that's like. Um, I mean, it's probably a little more prolific than than I I, I was gonna I, again honorable mention going to Scott Weiland uh, for for uh, you know for Stone Temple Pilots and oh for Velvet Revolver and it's it's wild because you know I think Velvet Revolver has probably come out with the most perplexing song that's ever been done because every once in a while they, there's a there's a song out there that sounds that sounds like it was done in a different era yeah and this by itself, my God, by the way, you and I talked off camera. You know what we were supposed to do with this episode? And all of a sudden we're fucking goddamn near 20 minutes in and we're still That's on this cool. podcast. I, I don't like care. it. That's fine. I, I like it. I like it because no, all of you are thirsty for my next word. So, Hell yeah. um, but uh, no, it, there's a there's a certain like there's a mind trick that your that your your ear does. When you hear something and the shit doesn't line up from the era that it's coming from. And and again, this this kind of feels like I mean, goddamn, I mean, I, we're almost going to probably end up paralleling here at this point into another situation. But, yeah, I, the fact that uh, Velvet Revolver was able to pull off fall to pieces in yeah. 2005 or 2006, I think that song came out. Yeah. And that song is directly 
and I mean directly out of the 80s. Oh, yeah, like, it's a Guns N' Roses song, dude. It's a GNR song. It is a fucking Quiet Riot song. Yeah. It's, a, it's, it's, dude, pick a, I, flip a coin for, for who sings it from Van Halen. All right, because oh, yeah. it's either off, it's either off of uh, 1984, or it's off of um, uh, the fucking Schools Out uh, album from uh, uh, from what? Well, that was 83 or 82 or 83 with uh, David Lee Roth. Yeah, uh, it, it's it is such a fucking mind stupor at that oh, point. Oh yeah, I uh, love when you find a song like that that transcends time though, like they're. Uh getting into Hillary Clinton's time machine and going back to kill Lewis and coming back and um, starting nine inch nails and putting out head like a head, like a hole in 1989, (laughs) which still sounds fresh as fuck to me in 2019. It does it a hundred percent lands. Yeah. That song is two decades old. Yeah. Three actually, but three. You're a hundred percent right. Yeah. Just like, just like if you go back, if you go back to old, uh, to old tool, uh, songs where, where they're, they're doing sober, um, I, you know, on a, on a live, like, like on a, on a stage in front of 50 or 60 people. Yeah. And, and like, you know, Maynard is just begging you to just be like, Hey, get it, get it. Yeah. Did you get it? Do you get it? Understand. Understand. <laughs> uh, I just, just <laughs> right. I know it's just so thirsty. Oh, um, I love it. Yeah, and it's fucked up because again, my, I, this was so deep. This was such a deep delve that we're into. I, I mean, I've, I've got again. There's more. There's. Did you know? Uh, here's, here's one for you. Did you know Richard Patrick from Filter used to play guitar with uh, Nine Inch Nails, like no, during I the didn't. Broken era? No, I didn't know that at all. That's funny it, because. If you I, go I, back I, and look I, at the I, Gave Up video, not the snuff film version, but the one with Marilyn Manson playing guitar when he doesn't play guitar at all, Richard Patrick's in the quarter actually playing guitar. And, yeah, he was part of the touring band for Nine Inch Nails back then. I'm such a Nine Inch Nails queer dude. I fucking love them so much. No, yeah. well, I mean, fuck it, dude. That's fantastic. I mean, If you that's... go back and listen to Short Bus, though, you can tell he had just come off of fucking working on Broken, and they went their separate ways, and he put out Short Bus, and it's like Filter sounds like Nine Inch Nails back then before they took a picture or whatever the shit, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's, again, it's one of those things where... I like I thought I thought the most like important uh, filter collaboration was whenever Jimmy Chamberlain like offed himself and then and then the uh, uh, the Smashing Pumpkins assumed um, uh, the the filter uh, drummer. I, I, you have to help me with that name at this point. But uh, uh, Jimmy for the Mel- Chamberlain's alive, bro. What? Can we is not this, do this? Is this is this fucking uh, setting up for Mandela and like? two episodes or three episodes or something. No, and I'm not, no, I'm not doing the work, man. I mean, no, Jimmy, that, Ch- Jimmy Chamberlain is alive, but he got kicked out of smashing pumpkins way back in the day when Jonathan Melvoin, the touring, uh, keyboardist died. Maybe that's what you're thinking. Or maybe we're in parallel fucking worlds. I don't know. My God. I mean, look, <laughs> this would be a great time to mail in, to dfcpod at gmail.com 
people because there's no doubt in my mind one of us is wrong at this point. Um, uh, I'm looking at I, his Wikipedia right now, and he's still touring with the Pumpkins right now. So, fuck's sake, what has happened in life? Anyways, I'm I, telling I, you, you start fucking with the space time continuum to kill. Lewis, uh, Meriwether Lewis, and Shika's winky wonky and stuff, dude. And you know, I, I just, I just told my 12 year old while he was on vacation with his, uh, w- with his grandparents, um, I asked him how, uh, like, like how good of a time he was having, like, like, are you enjoying yourself? And he said, yeah. He's like, I, you know, I'm not excited to come back in four days. And I said, well, those four days can be as long as you want, as want, as you want them to be. Uh, and he was like, well, what do you mean? I said, well, because time is a time is, is a human construct. <laughs> and, and, and he did you like, really? Uh, did you really say that to him? Of course I said that to That's him. That's amazing. <laughs> so I, I really I, did say that to Des the other day and he just fucking looked at me like, what in the fuck are you talking about? Well, uh, I, I, I don't you see the thing is I don't like to be bothered. So if I say if, if I say things that are confusing, I, I get a lot more time alone. So oh, yeah. I, I get I get to research for the show. Like I, I get to talk about things like at the drive in where uh, where, again, if we're talking about uh, bands that probably could existed in a lot of different eras, um, I had oh, to put absolutely. I'd have put them back in the early 70s. I think they probably could have carved out a niche uh, with Op Ivy um, or um, or the Misfits in the 80s. In the 90s, they've all they all pretty much already existed because Relationship and Command came uh, came out in 2000, which means they were definitely doing work in the in the late 90s. So uh, you know, and not to mention that the uh, the pretty much the rhythm section busted off and uh started doing uh started doing the band sparta and uh which was uh led by uh, pa- uh paul hinos which is on bass and tony hayar in drums and then uh the other chunk uh which is omar rodriguez lopez and cedric Bixer zavala uh left to go form the Mars Volta, um, Mars Volta, baby. Uh, we've been raving about for a while. People should check that shit out because it's just it it's it's not easy music to wrap your teeth around. But once it sinks its teeth into you in return, you're not gonna look back. No, I I don't know how else to put that. Like it's it's not pop. By any means, by any stretch of the imagination, but if it sinks its teeth into you, it's never gonna let go. Yeah, there's a lot of spinoff uh, bands there, there though too. Um, I don't know if any of you have heard of Sleep Car, but they're pretty. Uh, um, again, they they accent there they uh, they accent a lot of the. Um, like the Francis the Mute sort of aspect of like uh, the the keyboard player is in is in Sleep Car, so if you see I like a, a lot of the uh, the the distortion is is uh, is going to be just fine uh, for you if you're into that aspect. Um, and again, uh, one uh, one of my I, I this is this is a new one for me. I would like to know who's actually in this. I'm tempted to click on it. Yeah. Okay. So um, uh, the lead singer Cedric Bixler Zavala. Uh, is actually in a band, uh, a spinoff band called The Fall on Deaf Ears. Um, 
which is fantastic. It actually turns out it's a it's a it's a uh, it's a pre at the drive in band um, uh, that was started in 1997. So if you huh. can go find any the fall on deaf ears, uh, I can only imagine how eccentric that particular uh, brand of of uh, um, uh, I, what we, well, I guess what we're doing is is uh, we're 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 synapse sharing at this point. We're sort yeah, pretty of pretty much because I'm looking at a list right now of other uh, bands that have had multiple hits with uh, different iterations of the band, or like a different lead singer, or the lead singer left and go to went to a different band. I knew some of these um, when Ian Curtis died from Joy Division. The rest of the band started New Order. And yep. they had hits with both bands. That's like everybody knows that. Tina and Chris from Talking Heads started the Tom Tom Club. I love the Talking Heads. Don't give a shit about the Tom Tom Club. Dave right. Grohl, Nirvana, and Foo Fighters. That's just no shit. Uh, Foo Fighters just never hit me in the face as hard as Nirvana did, though. I mean, I love Dave for what he's doing, but... I've had to come around a lot on Dave Grohl. I was super hard on Dave Grohl for about for about a decade. I was really really tough on him, and I wanted to like that first Foo Fighters album so much, like because yeah. I'll stick around is so fucking catchy. Oh and, yeah, and and like they're lovable in their group. I mean, like especially in those first like two three years, yeah, whenever you can tell they're like, having fun. <laughs> oh yeah, they're having so much fun, but like. Like part of me was was like carrying this fucking like like weight like it was almost it was almost like it was Sisyphean uh, uh, to try to get rid of the idea that somehow he like Dave Grohl and Sean Combs are in the same fucking breath where, oh where yeah yeah that where, whole thing <laughs> yeah where, where the death where the death of a superstar has led to the rise of someone else. Oh, I meant, and, I thought you meant the rock remix of All About the Benjamins. Oh my wow. I, I you know Which was literally Sean Combs and Dave Grohl in the same breath. Yeah, Johnny I, Marr from the Smiths. Here's one I did not know. Johnny Marr from the Smiths helped uh, write the Modest Mouse album. Um The we one from five? We were dead before the ship even sank. Um, yeah, holy shit. I didn't know that. I always thought they kind of resembled Morrissey or the Smiths or something. But, yeah, yeah that's holy fucking wild. Shit, man. God damn, that lands a lot because I, I I was totally against fucking Modest Mouse when it came out. But then, like, like I, I, I don't know, dude. I started this. I like every Joe Rogan speaks so fucking highly of the Smiths. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's just I mean, so that's I, all the I, DMT, bro. I know, I know. I, <laughs> like, I understand it's not great, but at the same time, I mean, like, the motherfucker also, like, I, he he's he's horrible to his body, but he does a lot of great things for fucking humanity. Yeah. Like, so, so I mean, he's he's a he, he's sort of that that fucking I, I, I yeah he's I don't know he's a he's an EMT machine in a way like 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 he'll like he'll shock you a little bit like yeah. like he'll a little jolt every once in a while. Um, because again, he he does he's he dude he loves the fucking Smiths, but he but he he can't stand he can't stand anything 
Yeah. <laughs> that he's fucking the, the, the lead stands for. Yeah. It's so funny. Um, I, I, I just, well, I, I guess, well, I guess one more of, of these, of, of these, um, uh, uh, these bands here. And just, just to, just to kind of put a hem on all this because we, uh, we, you know, there's, there's issues here and we can, we can, we can also, <laughs> we can also tie this whole bit in. Um, I, I, I don't have to, reiterate the fact that i am just such a a 90s fucking alternate rap kid oh my god no stop the presses this one fucks me up holy shit no way kim deal the bass player from the pixies also started the breeders who did uh oh way holy shit that one song uh or the album last splash which had the song cannonball on it cannonball yeah Holy shit, I never knew that. And Damon Albarn obviously does Blur and Gorillas. That's obvious, but all right. Yeah. Tire up. I'm sorry. Right. No, yeah, that's that's fine. No, putting a hem. Um I because we've I again we've left a lot of people in the dust, like Zach Wilde. We're not I'm not even touching him tonight. Yeah. Um uh just it, he's he's fine. I mean, whatever. I it, like he's he's not Black Sabbath. Uh he's you know Oh, and he'll tell you right away he's not Randy Rhodes. He knows no, that. No, it's not Randy Rhodes. Yeah, that's yeah. It's I, I, that's why I kind of lumped everything in there, like because I mean he's he's obviously not fucking Ozzy. He's not fucking Randy Rhodes. Yeah. Like, I, but I, you, he he's doing his own thing, and I respect him absolutely. Yeah. And and he's a talented guitar player. I mean, above everything else. So that's 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 why he gets the honorable mention. But I mean, where where I was going with this was the fact that I mean I I'm. I've been pining so hard for for uh, someone that is in these times where like so much of of human life is busted like I, I would it pisses me off that Tom Morello continues to distract himself with things like prophets of rage oh. and, and 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 to and to work with with guy with like people like guys from Bastille and shit like that just get the fuck back together and put out a new rage album like like seriously like i don't know where fucking Dude, i mean I, like i like, don't I, talk in memes but fucking fry image uh here's all my money you know i like absolutely. just give me a new rage studio album fucking 20 years later just do it now it, you know you know, it makes me wonder, like, it, it's, I mean, and again, this is a super fucking hot take. It makes me wonder if Zach De La Roca is in debtor than Nipsey Russell right now. Or, I'm sorry, yeah. Nipsey Hussle right now. Like, like, was he too fucking forward? Was he too, like, like, I mean, like. I've thought that for a while. He's got something hot, you know, yeah, like he's, like, he's, he's laying low for some reason. He murdered somebody or some shit. Maybe fucking, uh. I don't know. He found the Epstein fucking rape island or something. Right. I mean, yeah. Uh, Is that the Zapata lore coming down on on the Lolita Express at this point? That's the Lolita Express horn, yeah. Starring Hans Zimmer this summer. (laughs) I, you know, but that's, that's where my, you know, like, that's where I end up at. I end up at, at just being a, you know, a guy approaching 40, like just, just wanting something to match his anger with, with something with, you know, something that from his childhood that, that, 
like reflected his current anger with his with 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 certain situations at this point. Well, let I me mean, ask you this. I mean, 20 years removed. When was Battle of Los Angeles? Christ, 99 or something? No. No, Battle of L.A. was was uh, 2001 or 2002. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's like more like 16 years or whatever. But do you think 16 years removed from each other, they come together and they put out something even better? Like, I, I, I truthfully, honest to God, think they do. Because it's not like the, the rest of the band hasn't taken a break. I think there's potential there, absolutely. Like because I, I guarantee you uh, that rhythm section that was playing you know, Audio Slave and stuff like that, yeah. they didn't, they didn't, they didn't want to play a lot of that bluesy stuff that 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 kind of came off. Like like look, there's absolutely nothing wrong with Show Me How to Live. No. And there's nothing wrong with with uh, you know, but you're not showcasing that rhythm section with in in Audio Slave. Yeah. You're showcasing Chris Cornell. You're yep. showcasing that, uh, like, like that. Yeah, I mean, again, those, like, that's that slap, that slap guitar, that that that, that Tom Morello with the distortion and stuff like that. It's all still there. He's got every tool that you need. Like, oh, yeah. that that band is so fucking built for 2019, and oh, it is yeah. off that there is that they cannot resurface to save their life at this point yeah and i mean the only other one that comes to mind immediately when i think that prior to last week when tool finally resurfaced out of the ether but like system of a down very similarly political and everything and they just they went underground in 05 and now like where the fuck are they you know they do their solo shit but it's like the sum of the parts never add up to the original with those guys in my opinion with the exception, and I've said this on the pod before, but Serge's first solo album, The Unthinking Majority and uh, Empty Walls. Yep. Jesus Christ. The first two songs on that album just punched me in the fucking neck, dude. Yep. Like, And then the rest of it was, <laughs> just, I mean, it, okay. was, it, yeah, it, was, it was laundry on the clothesline. It was just blowing in the wind. Yes. Like and, and that's and I think that's what a lot of scars on Broadway was too. It was just it was a lot of posturing. It was I mean that's kind of because that's that's it's sort of funneling towards dude bro and like that's the last thing that Syod was doing before all that. Well, and um, if you go if you go back and listen to the last scars on Broadway disc, which I I think I might have listened to it once, Derek. I swear to God, like um, there's a song on it. I think it was a single. It's the name of the album, Dictator. You can tell it was written for Serge and Darren both. You can just tell because Darren's trying to do the Serge fucking uh, manic crazy and his voice. And it's just it sounds like it would be a system song and it just doesn't play as scars. It's just not as good. But that's that said, the first scars on Broadway album, uh, the closing track was another one that punched me in the fucking head. Uh, they say uh, that song punched me in the fucking head when I heard it. It's like, well, this was definitely a system song that got scrapped. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I'm also, I'm also looking up uh, because he, uh, he did, uh, Serge did a song um, I, about a month ago uh, with Tom Morello. And I'm pretty sure I sent you the link for it. I'm trying like hell to find uh, like what Tom Morello is actually calling this particular project. Um, if, if, 
this makes uh, and it's so i think it might be it is it, it might be access to justice I, it I, might I, be i don't remember but like it I, didn't it didn't click with me and by yeah. the numbers by the pieces it should have but it didn't like yeah i don't know sometimes the magic just isn't there you know like yeah i don't, I, I, I dude i remember i remember okay so i I, I messaged you about this, and actually, I'm, I'm thinking because because this is too far back um, for for this for this to land. I don't think I don't I don't I don't think I don't think access to justice is right. Uh, I, I I again maybe I'll dig this shit up at some point. Hopefully hopefully, hopefully I can figure this out. But um, there's that album probably has the or I'm sorry the 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 song that they released it it's about a, it's about a four four minute 15 second track and there's a point that are uh, between like 245 and 345 in that song that actually reminds you of like what both of these like these people are capable of oh yeah and, yeah and, i agree and when you said that i'm like yeah i know exactly what he's talking about like there's there's glimmers there's like light shining through the wall that you can see what these guys not used to be it's still there but it's not there in this project like but it's shining through the wall okay so yeah the the project's actually called the atlas underground okay um and and the song is called a higher frequency okay uh so it's it's um uh I, I, it's so i mean it, I, I guess there's a dj i guess his name's atlas with two t's uh or he's a or he's a producer of some sort i'm gonna play a uh, clip quick <laughs> that's that's my favorite atlas of justice song yes um <laughs> <laughs> it's um, kicking in now no, no, it's 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 phenomenal. Um, <laughs> uh, All right, sorry. Back to what you were thinking. No, I, I, I just I, derailed you. No, no, please, please don't look, because I'm 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 also I'm also looking at at like I I mean I I, I see Tom Morello as as like like maybe he's kind of getting a little tired of this whole like I'm like I'm. I'm just fighting everything, you know, and, and, and like, like, you know, maybe he's closer to putting that fucking, you know, that teal, that, that teal guitar away, you know, with, with, uh, all the stuff like that. Yeah. Like, because I mean, I'm also seeing that last month he was at, you know, he was like, I don't know. He was opening up for the strange cheese incident and G love. So like I mean you know I don't know I, maybe I, he's getting tired dude he hasn't stopped in 25 years you know I mean I, if you look at Tom specifically he has not stopped since rage started you know like the the rest of the band pretty much has had steady work be it audio slave be it profits of rage be it fucking the one-off rage uh, reunion rage against the machine everything in between but Tom has literally been putting out uh, 
what what did you say this new one is atlas of justice or whatever there's axis of evil and fucking uh the newsboys or whatever they were called <laughs> no what was what the fuck i'm gonna have to look that up newsboys was definitely not right Tom no no that's right. not that's not no i i an axis of Thir- justice was, third was day good. and um crown <laughs> Yes, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, crown, yeah, crown the empire and uh, fit for a king, and skillet, and all, and all of a sudden he's he's arming the Christians instead of the homeless. Street sweeper um, social club, I think, is what I was looking for. Oh, <laughs> night watchman, night watchman is the one I was looking go. for. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, that was that was the um yeah that was the the um the solo album um which again it's it's fine by merit. But at the same time, maybe you take off the Mediba flat flat bill and you and, and you put away the arm the arm the homeless guitar. Mm-hmm. Like I, I just I mean if if you're not burning for it, if it's not if if it if it doesn't fit anymore, then I uh I think he has the uh karate kid disease where he doesn't age. He's fifty five years old and looks exactly the same as he did twenty years ago. Yeah, to be fair, absolutely. I mean, he yeah, he does not look a day over fucking yesterday. Oh, bro, he could pass for twenty five in some yeah. of these pictures that are recent. It's like, and he's fifty five fucking years old. Like, that's yeah. unreal. Yeah. He's, meanwhile, I, I believe me, dude. I understand. I mean, like, I I get it. I mean, I I don't I can't speak for you, but I look in the mirror and I look like. A, a increasingly more home, homeless fucking oh, yeah. Jason Boa at this point. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, I'm, it's. I'm looking like Jason Statham, baby. That's my Statham. Get yeah. in the fucking car. Oh man, I I I need I need you to transport that fucking uh, that accent somewhere else. Hot Please. take. Hot take. Jason yeah. St- Jason Statham is very overrated. Uh, that's not even steamy for a hot take, but okay. I, I appreciate it. Uh, one last one last thing for our for our our um, our our, uh, our listeners. Um, I feel like uh, I do this to you more often than I should, um, and I haven't done this to our uh, to our of Darwin's family crest, who can now uh, legally uh, buy boxes of wine, which is phenomenal. Oh yeah. Uh, I appreciate that, you know, and if you guys, if you guys get out of control, um, again, make sure, again, you don't dig, you don't dig one six foot hole, you do six one foot holes. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you got to do everything in moderation, my friends. That's right. You got to, you got to break everything down, chop everything up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, we talked a little bit, uh, a little bit ago, uh, about, um, uh, Scott Weiland doing a decent job of hiding um, fall to pieces in the oct. Um, and uh, we talked about how it doesn't necessarily belong there. It could belong in, in the nineties, the eighties, um, the seventies might be a little bit of a stretch uh, with that raspiness and stuff like that. But um, do you know where I'm going with this? With our, with our, 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 uh, our buddy with, uh, that sounds like a Karen Carpenter song. I don't. I think you went over my head. You don't? Okay. No, um, I, I'm sure I'll catch up. Keep you remember? Uh, you remember 2012? Um, 
All right. <laughs> I may have been drinking, my friend. <laughs> um, that's fair. Um, I tell you what. Um, I I'll uh I'm gonna divert just real quick. Um, uh, there was a song that came out. Um, it's it's um it's it's. God damn it's it's like it's in that Amici sort of sort of sort of ilk. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, it's not there though. Um, uh, the song was called "Somebody I Used to Know." Ah, Gautier. Uh, yes, with the G O. The Gautier, that Gautier band. If you wanna, if you wanna see what song we're talking about, go ahead and uh, get on Google.com right now and look for Gautier, G O A T S E. And yeah. uh, be sure to it, send comments and opinions to dfcpod at gmail.com. I guarantee you it may redirect you to G-O-T-Y-E uh, uh, for, uh, for that song. Um, if you guys haven't heard that song, um, it, I'd pre- prepare for a, a wild next 18 hours. Because um, you will literally dream. If you watch the video, you will dream about the video. Um it it will it will pollute like you'll you'll start inserting things about your lunch into the actual like <laughs> the, the trig rhythm of of that song well um, i wish i hadn't packed this ham yeah I, it's pretty it, it infects your soul it's catchy as fuck man i mean and like i I, I got caught off guard by it because I I mean I I probably like a lot of people I stopped listening to mainstream radio. Oh, um, me too. You know, um, I, I, other than other than occasionally I'll listen to Alice Cooper's radio show. Um, I, I don't know if it's available everywhere, but I, I know he lives in Arizona and uh, there's a lot of regionals that that pick it up. Um, I, I know uh, in the Mechanicsburg. Uh, Camp Hill, Harrisburg, Carlisle area. It's on 98.5. Um, and uh, I thought I, I thought this was uh, interesting. Um, he uh, um, uh, he did a re-release of his 1970 song, which I thought was early uh, for it because it's only 49 years um, of of his song 18, and he actually changed the uh, the lyrics of it. Um, it's actually um, uh, and I'm Epstein, and I do what I want. <laughs> Did he really? No, oh, he didn't. Oh, God. God damn it! No, I'm drunk. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's not well, fair. Well, uh, um, you know. Welcome to Little St. James Island. It's the Epstein minute. He's still dead, y'all. He's still dead, y'all. Uh, to be fair, though, I will say that um, that I have I, I've, I've found an Alice Cooper um, uh, Epstein uh, 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 image that is probably going to be end up being the album art. Oh, uh, shit. Yeah, it's pretty outstanding. So uh, I'm going to shoot that to you off. Uh, oh, off my God. Yeah, that's definitely the album art. Yeah. It, ne- never mind the fact that that uh, this is just a blurb. Um but I mean, we, we we can't all have our shit together the way that the Russians do after Chernobyl too. Oh so, my God. 
you yeah. even have time for Terrible Two at this point? Like, I I didn't even read the article. It depresses me so bad because I just watched that mini series and Chernobyl was such a shit show, and like it was all because the Soviets were too fucking proud to admit there was a problem. So I'm like absolutely positive that it's gonna happen again. You know? Yeah. Let's just I, let's just irradiate all of Russia now. Well, it's okay. So, I mean, I have two points about this. First of all, they, it, it turns out the Soviet people, because of the, the, the time that we live in, they're actually getting a little salty and tired of, of the miss slash dis slash like lack of information. Yeah. Um, I would be too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because it's, it's been wrong and unfortunate for, I mean, since the 40s, they have just oh, yeah. like they have just casted this blanket of disinformation. And and when they didn't have something like fulfillable to say, they would just shut the fuck up and they would be like, hey, shut hey. up or completely lie about it. Yeah. And I well, mean, yeah, they would know. Yeah, they would. Going dark has 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 turned has turned the Soviet people against. um the Kremlin largely at this oh, point. Yeah. Absolutely uh, which, it has. Which by the way, holy shit, how fake does the fucking Kremlin sound? I mean, like does that not sound like fucking like I mean that sounds like 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 a Roblox like, level. I it does, man. I mean <laughs> it 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 dude, it sounds like an eastern an eastern eastern European version of like the Bloom and Onion and Outback. Like like they can't they can't they can't sell that shit because it's you know <laughs> It's 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 uh you know no is uh is is thousand island dressing that they serve with, but um it sounds so fucking fake. It's I mean it does. It sounds like something that was fabricated from the onion. But at the same time, like like the people have become so disenchanted with with the 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 level of disinformation that's being provided. Largely, I guess I look I guess I can like ham this up in a little bit. But but there was. There was an, 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 I guess, an explosion that that happened last Thursday. It largely was um, was uh, kind of washed away and kind of swept under the rug as a military uh, weapons testing type of thing. Mm-hmm. On Friday, the the Russian pharmacies started to sell out of iodine pills because, um, it, it, as in times past, whenever they had been doing, in quotes, military weapon weapons testing. They had found that that they had received uh, doses of radioactive iodine from yeah. from uh, from uh, nuclear explosions. Yeah, because the iodine in your body, if you mass force iodine into you, it's to try to counterbalance the uh, thyroid from absorbing the nuclear radiation. So, yeah, people are buying yeah. up all the uh, fucking iodine and. Yeah, it's it's shaping up to be like in a couple of weeks, it's going to be like, yeah, this is a disaster of the level of Chernobyl. And uh, we were just trying to be too proud. Yeah. And and it's it's wild because of how of how like. OK, so uh, the reason the Kremlin is being so cool about this, I guess, at this point is because uh, Vladimir Putin has has sort of like he's kind of turned his back on sort of taking care of his own kind of yard at this yeah. point. 
Like, uh, I, I mean, and his people aren't handling it well. I mean, they're not they're they're not dealing well with the fact that inflation has has risen through the roof, that 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 the wages have continued to drop, the cost of living has went up, and and it's and it's largely inhabit. It's more than largely, it's inhabitable for 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 these people. And the first thing I thought of whenever I heard about this is like, oh my God, Donald Trump's actually brought Russia down to our level. That was huh. the first thing I thought of. I thought, I mean, I like, and, it, and, and in my mind, I think that is the first positive thing that Donald Trump has ever done. Bro, it's, that's is a crazy, me? very plausible fucking wow. Can you imagine? Can you imagine that if, if, if that's what, like, even if, even if this cat gets impeached, like, oh, he's he a has, demented genius. It doesn't mean he is a, uh, conventional genius in the least but uh he's got that evil fucking wow they're evacuating the town now as of yesterday yeah i'm telling you dude he's i'm i mean and the thing is is that he has putin so distracted right now that he doesn't give a fuck about what's going on in his own yard and it's pissing off the natives to yeah. the point that, that that they're willing to get incarcerated to go on social media to talk about shit like this yeah, you're and gonna like, see a Russian civil war here soon. Fuck, man. And the thing is, is that is that I got this like I I have this feeling that like within the next couple of days, again, this might be a wicked hog take, but I feel like my fucking social media, I feel like my Facebook is gonna get cloned here. I really do. I don't know what it is, yeah. but like I think this is too fucking spicy for the pepper at this they, point. They they can have my Facebook. Check out this tweet. <laughs> Check out this tweet from three days ago from real Donald Trump. The United States is learning. I love the way this idiot talks. The United States is learning much from the failed missile explosion in Russia. We have similar, though much more advanced technology. <laughs> He's. It's always got to be a dick measuring contest. The Russian Skyfall explosion has people worried about the air around the facility and far beyond the last part. Not good, exclamation point. <laughs> you, you, this is our fucking president, y'all. Like, n- not good. <laughs> right. No, Sorry, I, that was the quantifier for me, Donald. I wasn't sure. Yeah, fucking yeah. No, I, I, I appreciate you putting a fucking, uh, fucking elephant pin on that one. I Put a have... nice little bow on it there. It's yeah. not good, y'all. <laughs> yeah. yeah, way to hem that up, Don. <laughs> Anyways, uh, put a put a bow on it like the fucking like the nose of the Lolita Express at that point. But um, mm. don't kill me, Hillary. Anyways, um, she can kill me. Well, I mean, I, that's 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 fine. But I, I don't. <laughs> I, I, I look. I I, I want to. I'd sooner see Russia fall before you go anywhere. So yeah, I mean, me just. Too. Just just kind of bunker up, stick it out, and uh, maybe Russia uh, nuked. Uh, maybe Hillary nuked Russia. Yeah, maybe you know, it was Epstein. I, I do. I know, <laughs> look, I, I at the same time, I have to, I have to give uh, you and your brother a lot of credit. You guys are, um, you guys are, 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 are just like you're scratching the surface. You guys are doing a lot of fucking good digging. Uh, so, Except last but, night. <laughs> no. Whatever. I mean, the thing is, is that is that last night was uh, completely necessary. It was uh, like it was like uh, 
in the stand when, or not the stand the shining when they had to dump the pressure in the bottom of the overlook or the fucking hotel would explode or whatever <laughs> oh oh wait that's my uh subtle way of saying we never touched the heart of the matter for tonight <laughs> Oh man. Well, actually I, I, it was, it was sort of more or less my, uh, it was my desire to keep uh, the Shawshank redemption out of your lips uh, right. for an episode at some point. Um, some would say and, it was definitely a Shawshank redemption. <laughs> to be fair though. I mean, I, I was at, I was at the bottom of the seesaw for at, at least 15 seconds when I couldn't come up with Gautier's name. So, um, you know, like when we, when we aim for something, we also appreciate the rant and we we appreciate the deviation because uh, it's carried us well into this episode and actually well into probably thanking Patrick at this point and the rest of the guys that if not for me for lending. Yeah, we're back to we're back to our original song because we're not doing a panic day. We're not doing any kind of deviation this time. If not for me, fucking still rocking it out. Uh, I think they just ended a short leg of a tour. I'm sure they're going to be coming to your neck of the woods at some point soon because they're just, they don't stop. No, they got a couple of dates coming up. I can almost pencil myself in for, I'm actually, I'm guaranteed to go to one. Uh, it, there's a chance I get to go to both. Um, anything South of, uh, of New Jersey is going to be tricky, but, uh, going forward, um, I hope that, uh, you guys enjoyed, uh, the, uh, bias beer episode, uh, <laughs> of, <laughs> of Darwin's family friend. This one's called uh, the pop quiz. episode. the pop quiz. episode. that's right. Because uh, we were supposed uh, to talk about Stephen King and, uh, and, uh, and not Wes Craven, I guess. We'll, uh, we'll get, we'll get to it. Whoa. There's a new Atreyu album that leaked. Stop it. This is, it's, it's no, not now. We can't. Oh, it's all acoustic. Oh, fuck that. Uh, all right. You know what? You know what? I, I, all of a sudden, I, fuck I don't. Fuck that. Quadi rot demonstratum. <laughs> don't care about acoustic atreyu. Don't suffer stupidity, folks. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Peace. Peace.